Welcome to Dog Save the People, a podcast about how dogs make our lives better. My name is John Bartlett, and I'm your host. Chrissy Beckles is the founder and president of the Sato Project, an organization that helps to rescue abused and abandoned dogs from Puerto Rico. It all started when her husband was filming on the island, and Chrissy began to understand the stray dog epidemic there. While most people would choose to look away, Chrissy became more and more involved, quit her day job, and started the Sato Project. So, Chrissy, welcome to Dog Save the People. Thank you for having me. I wanted to just kind of dive in, and I wanted to hear your story specifically about the Sato Project and your time in Puerto Rico, how everything sort of unfolded. It's all my husband's fault. Okay. (laughs) Um, What's your husband's name? My husband is Bobby, Bobby Beckles, and he is a professional stuntman. He went to Puerto Rico to film about 13 years ago now. He'd never been before and he was going for a couple of months. And he got down there. We had uh, our one dog at the time, Basha, Basha Beckles. And um, (laughs) Basha is called Basha because he has a black eye, or he did have, it's great now. And he looks like he got bashed in the eye as a boxer. And you're a boxer. Yes. And my husband was a professional boxer, but then he was smart and now gets paid for pretending to get hit. Uh, as opposed to getting hit like I did. Right. I went to spend a week with him, and I'd never been to the island before. It was just overwhelming to see dogs on beaches and in the streets and just trying to survive, chewing on rocks to abate hunger. Yeah. Nobody batted an eyelid. It just was normal, and... I just spent a week running around like a a little chicken and not knowing what I was going to do, but carrying around food with me and and trying to take dogs in distress to vets' offices. But then it's like, well, what do I do now? And there's so many, and it's just like, wow. And then along came Boom Boom, (laughs) this this scrappy little Sato that we ended up adopting, she she came from one of the shelters on the island. What does Sato mean? So Sato is Puerto Rican slang for street dog or stray dog. Every Caribbean island has a, a you know a differing name. Some are cuter than others, like there's pot cakes. So Sato isn't a particularly endearing term. Mm-hmm. These dogs, you show them the teeniest amount of love and kindness, and it just, they reciprocated a million times over. And so she came home with us, and Basha hated her for for the first, I want to say, like four or five months. He'd been an only dog for like four years, and he did not like her. And I literally stepped away from them for 24 hours, and that was it. They figured themselves out, and then they were best buds. I don't have kids. She was Basher and, and Boomy were my were my kids. It was like a fire was lit within me and, and I, I always call it like my Oprah moment mm-hmm. because I was just like, I'm going to do something about this. The Sato project came out of that. And Boomy. She's the dog in our logo. She's the whole reason this organization started. Once we adopted her, it was kind of game over for me. I couldn't just sit and not do this like a thousand percent and I came back to New York I ended up walking away from my consulting business 
and the SATO project officially started November 29th, 2011. We'd probably already been working for like 18 months sure. prior to that. So it was just trolling through websites, trying to find somebody that I could reach out to to say, how can I help? What can I do about what I've seen? And I reached out to as many as I could find, and two people actually got back to me. They were both girls from the mainland of U.S. who had gone to Puerto Rico and were working there in various capacities. And I was like, what can I do to help? My background is advertising and marketing. I can help raise awareness. I can donate. That's what I started to do in the beginning and then would go to Puerto Rico as much as I could. And I always kind of call it my like Harvard education and rescue, volunteering for them. And she changed everything. And she very tragically died in 2016, really, really suddenly. She had been sick. I woke up one morning. I rushed her to the emergency vet and they told me it was pancreatitis and I called Bobby and I told I was like get on a plane now and he got here at like seven o'clock at night and we went to see her we ran over there and we took Basha and when I saw her she she wasn't my dog anymore I'm glad I did see her because I think it gave me a tiny amount of closure and we put Basha with her and that calmed her we left and the emergency clinic is 10 minutes from my home and we were walking in the house and he called and she'd had another seizure and, and passed. And I, I just remember I, I like fell on the floor. I couldn't believe it. Well, it wasn't even, it was like 24 hours and she was gone. I have the same thing with the dog. My dog, Tiny Tim, who is my logo, he was like my soulmate. And I've lost dogs since him, but that was the, that was the one. And yet, like you, he has inspired me in so many different ways. And for me, since he passed, like for me, Tiny Tim. So when I started, um, after Tiny Tim died, I'd been doing rescue, I'd been doing some events, and I was working with North Shore Animal League, and I had um, I had a store in the West Village, and so I would do adoption events. They'd bring a mobile unit with all right. these dogs. It was great. And then after Tiny Tim died, I started shadowing somebody at the ACC in Harlem. And I remember walking up there the first day, and I was such a wreck anyway after he died. But when I was walking to the shelter, and I was very nervous about what I was going to experience there. And I just imagined him just walking alongside of me. And at a certain point, and I would imagine, I would use this visualization a lot, I would imagine him just jumping up into my heart and kind of curling up. Oh, my God. And so that's where he is for me. Yeah. And that's when I can conjure him. And, um, but they do. They inspire us. If I would bring a foster dog in, we knew Basher would just didn't want to deal with any foster dogs. He just ignores them. Or he might play with them for a little bit, and then it's like, no, you know, go away, I'm done with you. Boomy would literally, she had this look where she would purse her lips like a little English old lady when I would come in with a foster dog, and that would last for maybe an hour, and then she would start to engage and play, and she loved, she was the best foster sister. She was amazing. I brought so many dogs through our home and she just, she was like my, my right-hand person. She would help me figure it out and help them figure it out. She was amazing. I always wanted a dog that would like snuggle with me. And Boomy was never a big snuggler. If you would rub her belly, she would like lie next to you, but she would never like come and hang out. She was a little aloof, but I, that was cool. 
and we adopted Charlie, Charlie Boom Boom is her official full name. She started out as a foster. I was not looking for another dog. I was still very, very much in, in mourning. And then and, and everybody had said to me, you know, you'll... I didn't say I wasn't going to adopt another one. And it, it was funny because people said, you'll know when the right one comes along. And I was like, okay, I'm, you know, but I'm not actively looking. So we rescued this family. It was a mom and three puppies. The three puppies were varying stages of not socialized and Charlie was the worst. I think they, there was like a little bit of a conspiracy with with my vet and, and some of the wonderful girls that I, I work with because Charlie had a couple of freckles and a brown eye, brown patch over her eye. So I think they were all like, this is a Chrissy kind of dog. So she was like, will you foster her? And, and I was like, well, give me another puppy that's more socialized that so they can, you know, because Basher's not going to play with them. It was really weird. Basher had been not himself since Boomy had, had died. He was really quite sad, but I didn't think he would bond with a puppy. And Charlie and Basher really bonded. A couple of times I, I caught them together kind of snuggling, which I was like, wow, you never even used to do that with with Boomy. So, and I, I remember saying to Barbie, like, I, I think Basher likes this one. And Barbie was like, hey, it's, you know, it's up to you. You're the one that travels with them and has them most of the time. So, yeah, she uh, she stayed and she became Charlie Boom Boom Beckles. And this dog, I swear Boomy sent her to torture me because she is literally Velcro to me at all times. This is the dog that as soon as I sit, she is literally like smack bang next to me. And I it just makes me laugh. I'm like, yeah, okay, Boomy, I got your message. She's brought a lot of joy into our lives. I look at her and I, I just have to smile because she is such a joyful, joyful dog. She really is. How do you think dogs rescue us? Dogs don't judge you. Dogs don't care if you live in a studio or if you live in a, you know, 20,000 square foot mansion. They don't care what your job is, who you're married to, what your political affiliation is. They don't care. They just... If you love them, they will give it back to you a million times over. And that's that's what I adore about them. Thank you so much for your time today. The Thank stories you. are so beautiful. And I would love to come down and visit you sometime. You have an open invite. Seriously. <laughs> Thank you. So how do we find you on social media? So we are The Sato Project, S-A-T-O. That is our handle on Instagram and on Twitter, on Facebook, it's Dead Dog Beach Project, but you can put the Sato Project in and it takes you okay, over cool. to Facebook. Website is thesatoproject.org. We're a registered 501c3, so any donations are completely tax deductible to the fullest extent of the law. I think that's what I'm supposed to say, my development director. There you go. Clip me around the ear if, it's, <laughs> if I'm not saying that correctly. Thank you. I learned so much about you. about your work, and thank you for, thank you for doing this beautiful work. Um, yeah, we, we got to do another one when you come down to Puerto Rico. I'm coming. Yeah, okay. you should. I will. It's super easy to get there. Thank you, thank you. When I was in Puerto Rico, I was really upset to see the amount of stray dogs, homeless dogs, especially on the beaches. And a lot of them are throwaway dogs that are dumped at the beaches. And it's really an epidemic there that is out of control. And I love that Chrissy went in, saw what was going on, and 
had this sort of Oprah moment, this aha moment where she decided, I'm going to do something and did it. Chrissy's relationships to the dogs is such a beautiful, intimate, caring testament to both her compassionate nature, but also just the fact that these dogs are so reliant on humans and hearing her story about how she decided to help and went in and just figured it out and her stories about how these dogs have touched her one by one is very profound. I love that she's gone in and worked in a community that was foreign to her and she figured it out and she's been able to really harness her own enthusiasm and commitment and save more and more dogs and create this almost underground railroad of rescue from Puerto Rico to the States. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dog Save the People, a podcast about how dogs make our lives better. This show is a production of As It Should Be, a content studio, and it's made with the support of our producer and editor, Jack Summer. Special thanks to our composer and neighbor, Daniel Lampert, for creating the music for the show. I hope you enjoyed the episode. You can subscribe to Dog Save the People on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like this show, please leave a review or rating. New episodes come out every Tuesday, so see you next week for another episode from Dog Save the People. You can also check out the Tinyton Rescue Fund, my foundation, at johnbartlettny.com. Enjoy a walk with your dog and make it a great day for both of you.